Hello, hello, and welcome to the first official episode of Coco's Cup. I'm so eternally grateful for each and every one of you guys listening right now, and I'm excited to get started. So in today's episode, we are going to be playing a game of 21 questions, just kind of a way for you guys to get to know me better, but this is Coco's version. So I'm going to be splitting up my questions in fives, so every five questions is going to become a little bit more raw and vulnerable and personal. What is your name? So, my name is Minhaj, but people also pronounce it as Minhaj. My nicknames are Coco and Minnie. How old are you? I am 21 and my birthday is June 4th, 2002. What is my major? I'm majoring in business administration with a concentration in marketing and my minor was in Spanish. What is your favorite color? My favorite color is pink, if you didn't already know that. And what is one random fact about you? I am a pescatarian. What am I passionate about? I'm very passionate about mental health and art and anything that has to do with creating really. What are you jealous of and who? I don't think that there's anybody in particular that I'm jealous of, but I guess the idea of having a strong relationship with your family and parents. What makes you smile? Honestly, it's a bunch of small things like Starbucks or being able to take care of myself and pamper myself, but also just being able to spend leisure time with my friends, my siblings, and just in general people that I care about. What is my red flag? I think that sometimes my honesty can be a little bit hurtful because I tend to be blunt sometimes and it's not always what people want to hear. What is your pet peeve? Ooh, My pet peeve is when somebody says that they're going to do something and then they don't do it you didn't have to say it at all like why did you you know what I mean what drains your energy honestly I think that one-dimensional people and being in spaces with people that are not open-minded tends to really drain me and that can be really any environment like school work the house anywhere I just I don't want to be in that space if it's if it's going to bring bad energy what am I insecure about okay First, I want to preface by saying that I'm a pretty confident and secure person. I love who I am and I love how I look, but this year I did gain 20 pounds and it's been kind of weird. Don't get me wrong. I love my body and I love that my body can perform in the way that it does and I'm, and I'm glad that it functions properly, but I have to buy all these new pairs of pants and I still haven't done it just because, girls, you know how difficult it is to find a pair of pants that fits. What makes you feel alive? I think that spending uninterrupted leisure time with my friends and my loved one just puts me in a state of just pure happiness, you know? Just kind of when you're having those times where you're laughing so hard, you have to hold your stomach because it's hurting so bad. I never take that time for granted ever because I know that it's such a luxury and I'm so lucky to be able to experience it. What's stopping you from living your dream life? At this point, nothing. Nothing can stop me because we're all the way up. We're all the way up. There's the sky's the limit? No, not for Coco. The sky, the universe, whatever eternity is out there, I'm on top of it. I'm crushing it. How do you handle change? I embrace change, honestly. I know that sometimes it can be a little bit uncomfortable and I don't like when things are not going my way, but I know that's not realistic and that's just kind of me being a girl, you know, I'm just a girl. So I embrace it for sure. I love when things are developing i love when things are growing uh those are two things that are really important to me what do you wish more people knew about you to me this is kind of a loaded question because i'm very okay with being private and giving permission to people knowing just small bits about my life even when somebody characterizes me as like a bad person based on the things that they know 
I know that they don't know the whole story, so they're never going to be able to truly judge me, you know? Only God can judge me. So I think at the very least, I wish that they knew that I am a loving person. I'm very affectionate. I'm kind. What advice would I give to my younger self? When I was younger, I think that I was very insecure. I struggled with identity real bad. I did not know who I was, and I kept pretending that I was people that I was not. So I would tell myself to breathe try to feel more secure in yourself because even though right now it's hard just wait a couple more years wait it out for me and you're going to be okay how could you honor and respect yourself more i think that this has become a really prevalent and important thing to myself which i've been trying to uphold to the greatest degree possible uh, one of the main things is i used to tire myself crazy like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I had been taking three summer classes this past summer over the course of four weeks. People usually don't recommend more than one or two, but I was doing the dang thing. I was at school all the time. I was working as well, and I was just constantly busy. I was really, really tired. My, my mind was done. My body more so, <laughs> but uh, one big thing that I'm going to be trying to do and trying to implement is respecting my body when it needs a break, respecting my mind when she needs a break, and letting myself know that it is okay to take those breaks. I am deserving of those breaks. Self-respect to me is about caring for yourself in ways that align with your personal values and not letting anybody, anyone, and I mean anyone, get in the way of that, get in the way of your happiness, anything. I'm going to allow myself time to recover. I'm going to allow myself time to heal. I'm going to allow myself time to be myself, and I'm not going to apologize for any of those things either. What are you most proud of yourself for? You guys liking the questions? I, I took my time thinking about these questions. But anyways, back to the question. I'm trying to stall. I'm very proud of myself for who I am today and where I've come and what I've come from, really. I think that for a long time, I didn't envision myself to live past 18, so I didn't care to plan for it. I was actually very underprepared for this last year. I chose business marketing for my major because I wanted something simple and easy, and it was the opposite of those two so far, let me say that. So this year, I really took the time to get to know myself, to do better on myself, and to figure out who I was outside of helping people and once I figured that out it kind of opened a lot of doors for me to realize what my purpose was what I was meant to be doing and what I was happy doing and a big part of those things involves mental health and being a spokesperson for people who are unable to speak on their own and I wanted to be the platform for that and I'm really happy and excited that I have been able to be that person for the last couple of months and I just can't wait to see what that's going to look like in the future. I'm really proud of my discernment and my ability to walk away when need be. For a long time, young Coco was somebody who would stick around people even if they weren't benefiting me. I was spending time with friends that could care less about me truly, spending time with men that could care less about me even though their words did not match their actions. Coco today would not let those things slide, no ma'am, no ma'am, she would not. She wouldn't even waste two seconds speaking to somebody who decided to disrespect her or to make her feel like less than. Anybody who made her feel small, she's out. The door. She's quick. And that is all to say that I'm incredibly proud of myself for where I started, 
where I am now, and what the future holds for me. How are you lying to yourself? Ooh, that's a good question, huh? They're getting good. I know they're getting good. I am lying to myself about my relationship with a couple people. I think that I'm trying to hold on to some burned bridges and just praying for the best. I think that a a big struggle is trying to find myself outside of my parents because even though they weren't very present throughout my childhood, they're trying to make some attempts to like rekindle the, the fire, the spark that was lost that wasn't even ignited, actually. Let me start there. I used to lie to myself a lot bad about the relationship that I have with my parents and some long-lasting friendships and partners because I wanted to hold on to something that was never truly there to begin with. I think at this point now, I don't have any reasons, I don't have any justification on their end, so sometimes I try to justify it because one, it is a little bit easier. I think that it's a lot of me just needing closure and not being able to have those answers, so It makes it a little bit more difficult on my mind and my mental health because how do you create peace with something that you don't know for certain? And that brings me to my last and final question, question 21. What do you need to make peace with? Protecting my peace means that I'm unavailable to what's draining. I'm remote to what's not for me. I'm unavailable to what's toxic. I'm unreachable to dead cycles and to what doesn't sit well, to what and who doesn't value me. I'm unreachable and remote and distant and unavailable to unchanged behavior. Protecting my peace means choosing me and this lifetime and the next and the times that have come before me. So what do I need to make peace with? I think a big thing for me is sometimes needing closure, but sometimes the why doesn't matter because a lot of the things that I want to know doesn't matter. Knowing the principle, knowing the proposition of what led to events from happening shouldn't matter to me now because newsflash, they happened and the next step is just to deal with the ramifications that came from it. What has brought me peace has been acknowledging the hurt, focusing on myself, and disregarding whoever it was that hurt me. I know that there's a saying that you forgive but you don't forget. I think that the forgiveness aspect for me is just becoming content. I become okay. I don't forget about it at all. I will remember every single thing that you did wrong to me and you are not going to have access to me after that point. I need to make peace with my parents because I have a lot of pent up hurt from them that has just turned to anger, rage, and just in general having a deep, deep sadness from them. And I've journaled, I've written poems, I painted, I created, I found outlets for me to heal that hurt but for some reason my peace is kind of withered this poem is called bloom how must you claim to love the flower only for when it blooms to which you only resume power once the passing of first moon study showing weakness for where you are not great how have you take advantage of those awaiting their fate to preach respect and honor but to show neither yourself you ridicule the flower What a shame in itself. The blossoms flourish, but selfish you stay. To await the seasons from a distance far away. To claim the success that doesn't belong you. To steal from nature's greatest virtue. Remembrance to those that flower choose. Reverence to hold that sacred muse. This poem is an extended metaphor for a young girl who is notably the flower. She is me. Somebody who is taken advantage of only when she is available to the other person. And 
the other person is representative of my parents and them just kind of waiting for me to become an adult before they pursued any sort of relationship with me. For a long time, I was overshadowed and I felt like I didn't matter until I did something great and I just wanted to be loved and cared for and acknowledged without having to do something like extraterrestrial, you know? But of course, that is not my reality. That is not the reality of this poem, Bloom. I'm gonna allow you to decipher and decide what the other parts of the poem mean. Above all else, and back to the core question that we were answering, who do you need to make peace with? I need to make peace with myself. I think that a lot of the anger and hate and disappointment that I hold in my heart translates back to me because when you hold all of that negative energy and it has nowhere to go, it gets stuck and it makes your heart heavy. It makes your mind heavy. Regardless of where my relationship goes with anybody, whether that's my parents, my friends, partners, siblings, anybody. I am going to be the person that is holding that burden and holding all of that negative emotion is just so detrimental to somebody's health. And as you know, I take mental health very seriously. I recently just got back into therapy because I want to ensure that my mental is right because that really is the core of everything else and everything else will follow. That is going to conclude my game of 21 questions. I hope that you learned something about me that you hadn't known previously. I had so much fun and I hope that you did too. The weekend is just about to start so let's get this party started but I just wanted to share one thing that I'm grateful for and I hope that you guys can share something with me as well. I am grateful for D. He is somebody who consistently shows me love and support and care. He is my best friend above all else and he is somebody who I am very appreciative of so thank you d for everything that you do for me i hope that you all have a lovely safe and healing weekend be sure to follow me on instagram and tiktok at c-o-c-o-a-h-o-n-t-i-s that's coco hauntis as you know i'm your girl thank you so much for tuning in and i'm gonna see you on the 15th Mwah.